We're here in Lake Orion, Michigan, you know. Um, my name is Ari Curtis. That's Blaze. That's Mr. Manzo himself. There we go. <laughs> Division One rejects with the most laid-back intro in our however many episodes that we've had. But in podcast history. In podcast history. But uh, we are here. Like Ari said, he's joining us today in person. And I think it's just nice because when you get people on the phone, it's a lot harder to just have, like, the regular casual conversation i think a lot of it is just like you don't have the cues like the facial cues to mm-hmm. know one thing is like you're always interrupting people yeah. i feel like i'm always because i want to control the conversation obviously i'm having an interview yep. but i feel like i'm stepping on people's toes sometimes and i don't want to do that i never try to you know bother people like that but there are just times where you don't know where to interject or where to kind of cut the conversation off and there have been times where guys have tried to talk for like 10 minutes straight <laughs> dude i i'm telling you like every time i'll be sitting here hovering over the mic trying to get they don't take a breath and there's like there's just some guys like that, and you know what? We love to have those guys on. They always have the best stories, but man, do they take a long ass like time when, to get when to you it? You cut them off. They're like, <laughs> 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 oh, but on today's podcast, obviously we got Ari with us. We're gonna talk with him uh, about his first year at Ellsworth Community College, uh, repping the gear. I see you over there, Ellsworth Panthers. Panthers. Um, but after that, we'll talk kind of all over the place today. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, I think. A lot of the conversation has just been on this, like, the NBA and because um, the playoffs obviously happen right now, the crazy fan situation that is going on right now. I think a lot of news outlets have picked that up because there really is not much to talk about in uh, in the sports world in general, I feel like. Um, hockey playoffs are going on. Hockey but playoffs. We're not really a hockey pod, so I think we're going to stay away <laughs> yeah. from that. Um, but could otherwise, we could, we could just change into a hockey pod. Um, Take a whole new direction. I don't think it's going to happen, but... Um, otherwise, talk a little bit about Dan Campbell and his decision to wear the uh, the race car helmet into the interview and why Joy Taylor was bashing him for yeah. no apparent reason. <laughs> Just um, so we'll talk a little bit about the Lions and their kind of change in culture and change in actually having fun this year. And a ton of guys showing up to OTAs. Like I get the numbers for that, but basically almost all of them are OTAs. We'll talk about that later. And then we're going to dive into the NFC South today. I want to stay in the NFC. We're going to keep talking about these divisions. So what was the, what was the hesitation <laughs> NFC there? NFC South. What about them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we already went uh, NFC, NFC North and NFC West. So South, uh, then we'll wrap it up one. with the East before we head up to the, to the AFC South. That would have been a good one to, for me. For the, the West? West. Yeah. yeah. That was good. I mean, most competitive division in football, we, we decided on last week's episode. Big Kyler Murray guy. Big Kyler Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> right a good after, point. Right after Baker, obviously. Really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That would have been. I got both their jerseys. Do you? Oklahoma jerseys. Oh, okay, the yeah. OG jerseys. Yeah, the OGs. Um, otherwise, nothing too much that is uh, that's really going on headline wise. But that's uh, that's about it for today's pod. If you do enjoy, obviously tell somebody about us. That would really mean the most. Otherwise, you can find us on YouTube if you're watching. Hello, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere. There's no escape from Division One rejects. <laughs> if somehow you're already still listening to this and you don't enjoy it, just act like you never listened to it before. And uh, please. No bad, no bad reviews. We don't need any Joy Taylors. We don't need anybody like that. No, no negativity one-star here. Yelp reviews. No. <laughs> don't be a Karen. Please don't be a Karen. Uh, but let's get right into it. Ari, you're one down. What is, I guess, the first thing I wanted to ask? I mean, did you enjoy it? I did. You I, did? I did. I really did. I no mean, hesitation there. I, uh, oh. <laughs> see, it seemed pretty confident when it came up. See, it, it was. It is. It's, okay. it's a real confident. Like, it was, it was pretty good, you know. I mean, we've had our teams up and downs and whatnot yeah. through the Rocky Mountains or hard trails. But, hey, you know, we came out not as much with a record we wanted. But you know, What was your, your final record? If you don't mind Ooh, I think we played eight games. We only won two games. Oh, oh. shoot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Aren't the uh, – isn't the national championship like today? I think so. I'm pretty sure. Is it really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think so. Who's um, playing? I'm pretty sure. It's, I think it would be Iowa Western and Snow College. Which oh, I know Snow is insane. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard of them before. They got a lot wow. of big Samoans in there. Uh, their team. <laughs> <laughs> they're in big. Utah. Yeah, where? In they're like two hours from Salt Lake City. Okay. Yeah, I did not know that. I'd heard of them before. I never knew the location. Yeah, they're really good. Really Biggest good. thing. Heading in for you, what's one thing that heading in you had maybe a misconception about? Like you expected something and it was just totally wrong. I feel like there has to be a couple things like that going to a situation like you were in. Well, I would say my weight definitely or just like other people's weight because I'm weak, like in high school I was able to like play a 195 or like mm-hmm. 205 and just kind of And like, still kind of bully yeah, kids. Yeah, still kind of bully kids. Even though you, you're you know, a little slim. Yeah, I'm slim. So, you know, I got the, the nice athletic <laughs> build slim. as I like to call it. Okay. And... um <laughs> 
I had uh, a lot of 300 pounders. We had a, th- <laughs> a lot of 300 pounders. You ain't bullying no 300 pounder. Nah. No. <laughs> bullying you. I can, dis- I can say this, though. I've never been, like, just put on my butt. I've never been put on my butt. No. Never. Not even in really? practice. I won't allow it. That's, like, the ultimate disrespect to me. Yeah. Oh, so, 100%. I mean, now, when you say never, you're talking about this year. No, nah, I'm talking about Not never. Yet. Never. Never been put on my butt. Never been put on your ass never. before. Hey. I can go through all my film and say proudly I've never been put on my butt. Probably. Really? So I'll tell you this. When I went around, Coach Black's like our head coach at Lake Orion High School. When I went around, um, he was having me go to the middle schools and talk to them about high school football and things. And one of the first things I told the kids in middle school is like, you know, because they knew me as like, oh, like star running back, whatever. But like, you know, I was the first play of football that I ever that I ever had tackle football. Um, it was Tyler Vestrand, the linebacker. I was in fifth grade practicing with the seventh grade team. He comes through the line. I'm playing scout team running back and nails me, right? And I'm on the sideline. I told my dad I broke my arm. I didn't want to play football anymore. I was done, dude. I was done. I had one play. I had one play at tackle football, and I was that was it. I was like, I was like, I just want to quit. I'm good. I'm, I'm done. And he, I sat out that practice, and I don't know what he did, but he convinced me to come back the next day. Grinded it out. By the end of that season, I was putting some dudes on their butts instead. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the first thing I told all the middle school kids was that if anybody ever tells you they've, they've had, never had a come-to-football moment, they've never been, like, put on their ass, or they've never been like, man, maybe this isn't for me, then they're lying. Yeah. That's the first thing I said. So you, you've had one of those, at least. I've, There's I've definitely had, been a moment where it's like, you know what? This just, what? Like I have had a moment where, actually, it was it was this season. I wouldn't put on my butt, but it was still like one of those Somebody got you. Somebody, you got, got. Yeah, it was, you it got, was a good got. bell run. Yeah. It was a good bell run. <laughs> and sadly to say, you know, Blaze scoring for the quarterbacks on this one, but it was almost by a quarterback. Oh, <laughs> my God. The court, he was, there we he go. Was, he was a hefty kid. He was. He was a hefty kid. Damn. Um, and it wasn't even from my, like, it wasn't my gap. Actually, the play, I think they... Uh, How does that even... Ha- you you come into contact with a quarterback. How does that even happen? It was a down block, but it was a... Okay. Um, quarterback was, was a, down block? But no, yeah, no, wait, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the tackle was down blocking, right? Uh, yeah. And it kind of the whole play was on the goal line, so it all got kind of... So you're coming tight up. off of it. Yeah, I'm coming yep. tight off of it. And everything kind of closed up on the backside, and I saw the quarterback come through the line. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to scrape over top real fast and see if I can come grab that. Yeah, different plan. And I caught a cramp mid-run. <laughs> <laughs> And Classic. if you know me, yeah, junior year, all junior year catching cramps. And For I real. called one in the same leg. And I was, I was running, I'm like, you know what? I just got to hit him because if I don't, he's going to score. I hit him. It was like, it was just all bad. I think I took a little bit more of that blow than he did. And then the did worst you? thing about it was my safety. Looked at me, he goes, come on, R, you got <laughs> he goes, he goes, he goes, put your, he goes, lay his shoulder into him or something. That I said, awesome. I looked up, I said, dog, you ain't even help me out on this one. <laughs> You're supposed to be crashing down. We don't go. Did he score? Where you at. He did. Oh, yeah, he did. Man. <laughs> he did. Dog, so, that it is was, tough. That was my. That was my welcome to college right there. That, <laughs> that was, was it. Welcome to college. Yep. I definitely. I definitely had a few. Of Getting those, welcomed by the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, by the quarterback of all people. I think that's that's the funny part about that whole situation. <laughs> that was that was like one of those most. I thought I got up on that play and had to run off the field. I was like, some well. This is this is great. Just, <laughs> yeah, it was made it worse. Was the whole their sideline was like, ooh, I'm like, ah, oh. this isn't this is a game. This is a practice. This is a game. This is a game. It was worse. Like I'm like I'm sitting there. I'm like, I hope that I did not just get run over. <laughs> I I feel like, I'm like, okay, I didn't get run over, but the boys saw it. They saw yeah, it. Yeah, they react. I'm like, to that's it. definitely gonna go in his highlight film. So <laughs> I will say, I you know. Not every day do you just... Bruiser. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was That's a awesome. tough one. So what do you weigh now? Right now, I think I'm at 210. 210? Yep. So you've been on what? 15 pounds-ish? Since From like senior year, I'm talking. Since senior year? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 15 Better. pounds. All those meals you cooking up? Yeah. Seriously, say, you dude. Seriously. You in a culinary school? I wish. <laughs> do you? I wish. I mean... What do you want to study? Marketing. So marketing, marketing? is my major. Yep. Okay. Yep. Good. Um, I'm big into the cars, as a lot of people know. Um, I love fixing them, everything, but I want to do the more business side of them. So, like, my parents and my brother, um, they sell cars. My mom used to build for Chrysler. He, she used to build the back of the end of the truck. In the family. Yeah, That's sweet. She actually got injured, so she couldn't do it anymore. And oh, then my man. dad's just selling them, making that. good money. My brother's selling them, making good money. So. Yeah. Family business. I was going to say, yeah. So, you, yeah. Seems like a pretty obvious route. And if you enjoy it, obviously, why not? Um, best, I know you guys have a pretty stacked league. Right, as yeah. far as your competition, yeah, best best team that you played, uh, just like just straight off the top, like if you're just like maybe this, these guys just passed the eye test, they were just nuts, like I athletes. Would, I would have to say Iowa Western because Iowa I Western. will say during the snow game we were winning at half. So you played both the teams that were are you think at least are in the national championship? Yep. Okay. Yep. 
Wow. Why don't we do a quick look up? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Blaze. Look that up. But go go ahead and talk about Iowa Western, though, Ari. Iowa Western, they, they're they one good team. I will say that. I give them their props. Um, they're one good team. They got two big tackles. One has really long arms. <laughs> and speed so was – So, like, your worst enemy. Yeah. Because usually, like, even if you've got a bigger guy like that, you might be able to – I mean, just give the camera, like, one of these. Like, the ba- – yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. That's all we, that's all we need to see. <laughs> usually, you can give, like, a little – you know, you keep him at bay with the big yeah. arms, but – it you get like, a big 300-plus pounder with the long arms. It was terrible. It was terrible. That spells disaster. It was it June was, 5th. What day is that? That's tomorrow, I think. No, it's two it's days. a couple days. Uh, yeah, yeah, two days. Yep, yep, yep. So it's, is it snow in Saturday. Iowa Western? Um, give, me, give me a second. All right, we got the, the stats guy on here. Wow, this is like the weirdest article. All the, all the <laughs> words are just... Anyways, <laughs> Iowa Western, big tackles. Yep. Um... Dude just it's had like really just like freak runs. athletes across the board or what? I wouldn't say freak athletes across the board. I would no. not say that. They really? just they're really well coached. They had some really? good athletes. I'll give them that, but they were really well coached. They were. Okay. Yep, they were. Interesting. I feel like that gets lost for a lot of people, their impression of a junior college football. That gets lost a lot. I don't think there's they don't people don't believe there are a lot of great coaches at the JUCO level. There is. I will say that. There yeah. is. There is. I and mean, we've talked with Coach Garland twice now on this podcast, and he seems to know, you know, he really knows what he's doing. Yeah. And he's gone to these coaching summits and done all these things. And um obviously you know, 90% of the guys there have aspirations to coach at the next level. But there, you still get a lot of talented, especially young coaches, that maybe just haven't had a chance to prove themselves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Coach he, Garland, I would say, he is, he is, he's in his youth still. He's in his uh, 30s, getting to his mid-30s, I think. Okay. He's, he's real cool guy. Still, yeah. that's, that's big dog right there. That's, that's, <laughs> that's Papa D-Line, you know. I love that, bro. All right, I figured it out. Here we go. Hutchinson, Hutchinson. and Snow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's not. Yeah. And the snow's in there. Hutchinson's really. They're really good too. We got to go back and play them in this next season. So really, we play the spring season. Where are they from? Games. Kansas. They're okay. In the Kansas League. So and then the Jayhawks. They got a, too. They got a bunch of really good teams in Kansas, don't they? Yeah. I want to say think, though. I'm pretty sure Alvin Kamara came from uh, from a JUCO in Kansas. From a JUCO in Kansas. Yeah. Really. I think it might have been. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was Indiana. Dude, I don't. You couldn't. I don't know. Dude. It was, I don't somewhere, know it was one of the ones in one of the ones in Kansas, though. He was. Yeah, That'd was. be interesting to see a list of all the NFL guys that came from junior colleges. I really just don't Cam know Newton. many. Yeah, Cam Newton's an obvious one, but like I don't know like a big, you know, a lot of. I'm assuming there's a ton of them. I feel like there has to be because I feel like there's a lot of guys that come every year, not guys that are going to be first through third draft pick types, obviously, but yeah. guys that are just going to get picked up, undrafted free agent type. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah, I mean, what are you looking forward to going into year two? Um, Really just getting my weight up. I just want to get my – I feel like I have the skill set. So, obviously, I'm going to keep working on that, keep grinding on that. Just because yeah. you have a skill set doesn't mean stop working on it. Um, So, keep working on my craft, get a couple more moves down in the arsenal. I actually got a mm-hmm. whole move list in my phone. <laughs> it's like about a list of like 20 to 30 moves. Man's waking up in the middle of the night like, you know what? He's like, <laughs> I got to throw this one. I got to add this in the move. Yeah. I actually have. I've had a dream of me like yeah. using a couple <laughs> yeah. moves. And I wake up, I'm like, I'm like oh, if that Put it on the list. It might work. Put, Put it on, on the list. list. Put it on the list. That's awesome. Did you do any, uh, like, Aaron Donald knife training? Yeah, no knife training for you this offseason? <laughs> it's on the list? It's Man. on the list, though. It, you better list. put that on the list. All right? <laughs> it's on the list, though. I'll put it down right I need now. To see, I need to see your feet like Aaron Donald going through that bag. Joe. Have you seen that video? Yeah. It's crazy. Dude. How much is he? He's, what, 280? Oh, I think yeah, I, I think, think he's under 300. Yeah, I think yeah, he's under 300. Dude. It's a massive. Dude. That is, I mean, that's impressive. I think he's what? What is he? He's like a six one, six two. I want to, yeah, I want to say he's like I six two. Like six one. I think he's like six foot. He's like a little shorter guy. I know he's, yeah, he's right around. He might be six one. Might right, right, right on there. So, I don't know. That'll be interesting. But year one, I remember when we talked to you on the podcast, like the first time we had you on, mm-hmm. and you seemed really excited, really upbeat. Obviously, like new situation, and everything, figuring things out, and then talking to you a couple months later, you were like, "Man, this shit is real. The struggle yeah. is real." <laughs> and like, I feel like now you've got. You know, not that you didn't have the motivation before, but you've got all the motivation now to try and get out and get to that next level, right? So what is that like in going through that process? So I would say that process is, is like you said, it's hard. It's, oh, it's very, very treacherous. It's a steep path. Treacherous. Very, very. Wow. Oh, man. Because you got to think about it. You're not just fighting, as my dad always says, or all my coaches have always said, you're not just competing against your teammates or, or like – you're just you're competing against everybody who plays that position you play. Sure, yeah. Because now you got to think about it. Not that's the spot, right? That's yeah, the spot. That's the, the next. Spot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So not everybody is is like me, six four and two ten pounds. Some people are like six five, six six. What separates you? Yeah. What separates you? So is it my speed? Is it your power? 
Is, are you a power speed rusher? Mm-hmm. You know, can you can you do both? Can you do just one? It really depends. So. And it's crazy how specialized all of that has gotten. Even at like a position like a defensive end type. Like even just within that de- like that position, there's these different hierarchy of like skill sets and all these different um, personnel, right? That are at that one position. So I think it's really I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. So I, mean, I never really like looked into it. And you see guys at the NFL level, like if you brand and market yourself as a pass rusher and not a defensive end. Those guys get paid way more. Oh, yeah. Because oh, it's yeah. a different skill set. Obviously, getting to the quarterback is the name of the game in the NFL because those are the mm-hmm. highest paid players in the field. But, I mean, the defensive ends are like a close, like third, second or third almost, right? And for me, I just think that's really interesting. So it has this offseason for you kind of just been finding what your thing is and trying to just be the best at that you can be, something to market yourself to these, you know, big marketing major guy, mm-hmm. something to market yourself to these other college coaches, like finding your thing this offseason. So my my thing for this offseason is definitely working on more of my pass, my speed rush, actually. Okay. Because I've never been, I'm not, like I said, I'm not the biggest. So it's not like I'm going to run down somebody who's 390 pounds all the time. That gets very tiring. <laughs> you tire yourself out quicker like that. Yeah. I found my way about just either using my speed to get around you or set you up with a quick inside move and go right back outside. Mm-hmm. Keep that quarterback contained in the pocket. Yeah. And, you know, with me, it's just more so... Like I said, keeping that speed rush going and, and keep my feet going, get everything yeah. everything ready to just be able to use speed. So I'll ask you right speed. now. I'll ask you right now. I'm a Division One college coach sitting here across the couch, and I want you to give me your best pitch as to why I want you on my team. Okay. Why you want me, you say? I would say you want me because, first off, Speed rushes are no eye rare. contact. This is already not. Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm just messing. I'm just messing. Go ahead. Dude. So, um, speed rush is not just a. I don't call it just like a, a position. It's a technique. It's Fair. Like it's kind of like a form of karate, in my opinion. <laughs> karate. Yeah, karate. I'll say. Okay. A form of, form of now like the head coach is scratching his head. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but, but he's intrigued. Yeah. He's intrigued. So explain. It's like, oh, um, yeah. I say that because it takes a special someone just to use speed all the time. Okay. Because you got to re- really work on where you're pinpointing your attack at. You either racing a tackle to a point, which is when he's getting to a slide, uh, yep. his kick slide. Yep. Or you're attacking him with the speed and then using him to throw him off with like a quick move or like a, just a quick shimmy or something like that. Yeah, because you're trying to time up his momentum. Because those offensive linemen are picking a point too on their slide. They're trying to get to it. They're trying to beat you yep, to that same to point, same point. usually. Yep. And so if you can, I mean, I've played a little bit defense, man. <laughs> if you can use that momentum against them, obviously, mm-hmm. shrug them off, get around, whatever. I mean, that's all, that's all about that. But back to why do I need you on my roster? I will say you need me on your roster because I can offer more than just being a defensive end. I can play it back in the linebacker position and come off the edge like that. I've had film of me actually doing that. Yeah, Blaze, were you here when we watched the the film from the spring ball? I wasn't here, but I, I watched it though. Yeah. I think yeah. We sent we, line a, up we like definitely sent a couple corner. kids to the yep. hospital with those <laughs> with those two clips, dude. Yeah. Yep. Actually the, the quarterbacks uh, were straight live, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're put you're I taking mean, them out. But that was ridiculous. So I've never shot. seen anything like that. I would call myself more right of a, a assassin on the field, kind of from the assassin. speed rush position. Yeah, I would call myself an assassin. I like so, it. so that you, we're not going to see any like throwing the left tackle into the quarterback for a sack, like Khalil Mack kind of stuff. Not for a minute. Not, not for a minute. Khalil Mack like, will hold up an offensive tackle yeah, with one arm. Yeah, that's a different kind of growth. You see when he flipped Tristan Worse? Yes, <laughs> Tristan Worse, who like was almost making a case for offensive rookie of the year. He's a big boy. Yeah. yeah. Starter on a Super Bowl team. In, right? I mean, crazy. And That's one right. of the key components of their line, too. Not even just like a, oh, happened to be there situation type guy. Mm-hmm. He was a stud. Who's like a speed rusher in the NFL? I'm going to say, like, get, let's, we got like TJ Watt. Or? You got a pro comparison for me? or Ooh. That's a good question, Blaze. I would definitely say. We're talking like Von Miller. Yep, Von Miller is one of my – actually, so Khalil Mack of all-time DNs for me for this era right now, I would say Khalil Mack, Von Miller – and Jadavion Clowney. Okay. Okay. I will say that. Yep. Okay. Yep. Fair. Fair. I think that's a decent. That's a solid list. Mm-hmm. I think that's a solid Good list. list. Is, yeah. your, is that like best or is that your favorite? That's just my favorite. Your favorite. Gotcha. Yeah. I say that no. because I can compare. I put compare myself a little bit to Khalil Mack because not because of the strength part. Because I'm, I'm getting there. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna hold he's myself. He's like an outside linebacker. Yeah, he's he? an outside. He linebacker. Is, yeah, because he's a, he's a down. He's a down yeah. linebacker. Yeah, and he can play on that. He can do that. He can play. That's what I'm saying too. Like within uh, some of that specialization, like within that system, he fits very well. I yep. think in a different system, he might not. I mean, he's still a superb athlete, but he might not have the same impact. You know what I mean? It's just it's very interesting how specialized even those positions can get. And uh, 
you know, with Khalil, they do a great job of putting him in a position where he can succeed, which you need to if he's on your defense because he's a key he's a key role in that defense. So, um, I think it's pretty interesting. I think it's I think it's pretty good. Um, but but finish me with your finish like finish that uh, that thought about the the roster spot. Why do I need you? I, I keep it. We keep getting away. From you. <laughs> Continue to get away. From so you. I'll consider myself talk about myself. karate. Talk about the speed. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I said, I offer just more than just a defensive end position. I can be that guy who can play that outside linebacker because in myself, I can cover. I've been working on it a lot more. Yeah. Because a lot of schools tell me, you know, hey, we may need you to just not just be a DN. We mm-hmm. may need you to do more than just play that. So Be that outside linebacker yeah, type. Or like the, what would you call it, like the star or yeah, something like yeah. that along those lines? Yeah. So. so, I can just play more than defensive end. In this day and age, I feel like you need – to have multiple, you can't just be a one-trick pony. Mm-hmm. I'm not a one-trick pony. I would say I that. A great example of that is Isaiah Simmons. Yep. I mean, he's. I mean, he's like the top. I feel like example of that because coming out of college, I think he was just almost listed as an athlete. Nobody knew where he was going to play, and he's been a uh, a key piece for that. Is it Arizona, right? Yeah. For that for that Cardinal defense. Those guys that are like, yeah. are they um, linebacker? Are they safety? Exactly. Or? And that causes a lot of problems for an offense for a scheme because you don't know where those guys are going to line up, and they can conceivably line up just about anywhere and make an impact on the game. So. Um, between that Arizona defense now is looking a little bit scary yeah. with Simmons, Buda Baker. You have obviously Watt and uh, other defensive end. Uh, why am I blanking? He's a stud. He is. Dang. Well, uh, anyways. Just, what? I thought he just left. One of them left, didn't they? No. No? Not the not the really good one. Why am I bl- I'm blanking on his name? It's going to bother me. But um, Arizona defense is looking solid. But we just got, you just talked about NFC West. I know. We, we, didn't, talk about, we didn't talk about him, though. But uh, I did want to talk. I didn't want to talk about our Lions a little bit. All right, talk about our lines a little bit. Oh god, I love Not the lines. Now, the okay, the lines part of the show is always the best part. Now, uh, I wanted to talk about Carryon Johnson. Obviously, right? We did, was Lion. he was he released by the team or just cut? What what was the cut? Something. I think he we, we let him cut. go. Yeah. He was he's gone. He's not yeah. on the lines anymore. Him to tell him again. Um, Eagles picked him up pretty quickly. Right? I did not know that actually. Until what? you told me that. They didn't know he was on the Eagles? the Eagles? I'm just finding this news out right now. No, he, he got picked up pretty quickly. He's been with the Eagles for a little bit now, I think. Okay, um, gotcha. And so he's at OTAs with the Eagles, and some pictures get tweeted out from the Eagles OTAs. And uh, Travis Fulgham, like some picture of carry-on, like totally cheesing, like big smile on his face, whatever. And he Can replies, he was like, uh, it's on here somewhere. But he goes, it was that funny? And he tagged, he tags carry-on. And Carrion replies, he was like, bro, I haven't laughed in practice in years. Give me a break. That is a big cheese. Let me see. Let me see that. He said, I haven't laughed in practice in years. He said, give me a break. Oh, man. Obviously a shot at, like, Detroit and stuff like He's that. He's only been in the league for and years. True. True. So but, I mean, maybe. Just said is, ever. It, is it just uh, Auburn, too? Auburn's just no fun? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I didn't think about that. War Eagle just has no laughs. <laughs> War Eagle. <laughs> but um, so Tigers, he, he tweets that. He says, hey, I haven't laughed in practice in years. Give me a break. To which Fulgham replies, he says, forgot where you came from. My bad. <laughs> it's not even that everybody knows. It's oh, not even man. just a Detroit thing. Everybody MCDC knows. Here's the hate. So now I, I, I bring this up because obviously people were just were not having fun in this organization. Right? At all. Nobody was having fun. And so for me, I think that is probably, I mean, yeah, I want to win games. I want to do all this. I want the Lions to succeed. But like. You know, at the end of the day, like if your guys don't enjoy being there and being professional football players, then I think you've failed as a coach. Yes. I really do. I mean, yes. like even if you're winning games, maybe you can make an argument against it. But Patricia was not winning games. <laughs> so I don't think we have Soon to worry about that. Yeah, he was actually losing a lot of games. Um, but he's just with, stuck on opposite day all the time. With Dan yeah, Campbell. <laughs> these guys out here laughing. We got Patricia making them run sprints. <laughs> right. <laughs> And I I love the the great story is uh, TJ Hawkinson talking about how when he was drafted um, and he talked to Bob Quinn, who was our our GM, GM. right? Uh, He's gone now, thankfully. Yeah. Um, But he he was drafted by Bob Quinn. He was talking about how uh, TJ was like very like professional shirt and tie guy, you know, just very well cleaned up and just very, you know, like speaking wise is very short to the point formal. TJ's got a personality to him. He's got a lot of personality to him. And so two months after he was drafted, right, right, right before the season, Bob Quinn sat down with him and he said something along the lines of, like, you're not the same player I drafted. Wow. Like, first of Who all, cares? screw you. Yeah. <laughs> Second so of all, like, like this dude's, like, starting to open face. up a little bit. He actually, like, TJ has a good time. Like, TJ, he, I don't know if you, like, he dresses, like, yeah. hilarious. He's all, like, great fashion on this He's dude. Seen his, just, uh, what? A little, like. Hairdo he's got oh, going yeah. now. The hair and he's the beard. The flow and the beard. The flow and I mean he's the character. He seems like a like a Miami, California type of vibe to him. Like <laughs> yeah. at all times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think it's awesome. But I think 
if you don't foster that environment with your guys, I don't, I just don't see how you could have a successful program. I feel like a lot of these guys, uh, the chiefs are a great example. Those guys genuinely enjoy playing with and for each other. And I, I thought that was really cool because you have so many superstars in that team. And, you know, we kind of saw it at the Bucks too, I guess, yeah. right? They had a ton of huge names, and they just found a way to put it all together. Yeah, put, put that aside. And come back. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing, too. Like, if you get down like that and a team that hasn't been together for that long, mm-hmm. to be able to come back in a situation like that, I think it's pretty impressive. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. Brady. What? Rest- look at a Tom Brady. Restructure yeah. your own contract because you want him back. Yeah. Exactly. Stuff like that. Exactly. Um, so, but Dan Campbell here, Lions coach. He is the Grand Marshal of the Detroit Grand Prix, ready for his OTA press conference, and he's wearing a race car helmet. I'll put a picture up on the YouTube version of the pod here. He's wearing a race car helmet. And just like th- this this guy, Ari, he's already talked about wanting an actual lion on the sidelines for practice. He yep. asked our owner. <laughs> he asked Sheila Ford Hamp for about like possibly having a lion. And like Detroit, the Lions had to actually like tweet out like, guys, it's a joke. It's a joke. He was not kidding. It's not a joke. Like a baby he, lion or like, no. a, like a real big lion? So he was talking about a big lion. <laughs> People were saying that he should get a baby lion, like a cub, and then like nurture it as like, so as the lions grow, this the metaphorically, this lion is growing with them. No. And it would lead them out of the time. But like. It represents our team's success. Yeah, exactly. Simba. But. <laughs> but but he was serious about getting a lion. This guy has talked about biting off kneecaps. And you haven't heard any of this. Really, I haven't been. No, this I, is yeah, all like stuck in my little this bubble was, for a minute. This, he really did. <laughs> I mean, this is all Iowa. This yeah. has been all this. This guy's a character. I mean, you can understand that. Yeah. And so now he shows up with this with this race car helmet on, and the the big media, I don't. They didn't take it very well. They think he's kind of a clown, and I, I was kind of upset. So you have guys like Pat McAfee thought it was hilarious. Part of the guys over in Barstool, part of my take ate it up. They had him on for an interview a little while ago. They're big Dan Campbell's fans. All these, you know, I guess you could call them more casual type of media, right? They ate this stuff up because he's a personality and he's awesome and he fits in with that type of culture. But, I I mean, I love it personally. I think it's awesome. I just, these big time media, so I was talking to him, Joy Taylor went on this, she's part of, uh, with with Colin Coward, is it The Herd? Is that the the show? The Herd with Colin Coward. So, this this big time football show and she's out there bashing him and Colin Coward's like, you know who finds this funny? Dumb people. <laughs> I'm like, who? First you know of who all, finds you funny? Yeah, dumb people. Nobody, <laughs> nobody. And so they're out here bashing. They're like, they're like, would Bill Belichick do this? Would uh, you know this person do this? Would you know all these guys different Two do different this? People. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Bill Belichick would do exactly. That. Bill Campbell. Belichick. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Bill Belichick wears a cutoff sweatshirt to all of his press conferences. <laughs> nobody yeah, questions it though. In the game, nobody questions it because it's Bill Belichick. Like he's got, I feel like uh, Bill Belichick has like one of those cartoon type wardrobes where like everything's the same exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> he just grabs it, takes a shower, grabs it, and put it right back on, and goes, "Oh, okay. uh, that's awesome." That might that that might be it. I mean, he's just a plain. But that's the thing. Like he does not have personality. I mean, we, he does, but like not to the extent of a guy like this. He's not. He's not a personality like that. He's just not known for that. And I just think it's okay for there to be guys that break a mold. I'm totally okay with that. I don't think that people understand. First of all, is that Detroit has not had energy like this in a long time. The Lions organization has not had energy like this They're in a long time. They're just haters. They, they want to see him succeed. They really are. Couldn't bring anybody to a Lions game. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Oh, it's just like a waste of money right now. Until we get a certain amount of wins, then I'll start buying tickets. Dude, I don't, the last time I went to a Lions game was like two or three years ago. I haven't <sighs> been in a while. I went Thanksgiving two Thanksgiving years Thanksgiving Lions games are fantastic. Three years ago. I think I went to a Lions and Vikings game like way back, way back. And then uh, Lions and Green Bay with my uncle, like way back. We got He ended up getting a box uh, for his job. And, yeah, it was <laughs> <sighs> just, every just time, bad. Every time someone asks me, like, oh, you from, you from Detroit, you, uh, you, like the, you like the Lions, right? I, feel, I yeah. go, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, so no. listen to this. Listen, this is why I say, like, the guys love this personality. The guys on the team love this personality. The OTA attendance was 80-plus. So that, I mean, these are all uh, organized team activities, so OTA stand for, but they're all voluntary. Mm-hmm. And usually you don't have starters and other things show up for these type of team activities. I know um, Bruce Arians was talking about how even if his starters showed up, they weren't even going to participate, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. they're yeah. in a very different situation than the Lions. <laughs> they're coming yeah. off a of super... You know, I understand that completely. Yeah. But for it, everyone... Everyone is showing out to these OTAs, and it seems like they're having a good time, and they're actually making progress. And it sounds like, obviously, 
The Lions are only going to report on the things that are positive and things like that. Again, I understand all of this. But for me as an outsider looking in, this is information and this type of, uh, this type of feedback from these guys. As we've, we haven't had that in years. And we haven't had these numbers in OTAs in years. We don't have guys show up like this. And why do you show up to voluntary activities? Because you enjoy it. Because you enjoy the guys that you're with. You enjoy your coaching staff. And you enjoy the grind of being a professional athlete. Obviously, these guys all enjoy the game. Yeah. But if you have somebody like Patricia who's sucking the life out of the game, Makes obviously, no why, would no you show, why would you show up to volunteer, voluntary activities? Right. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I just thought um, that, was, that was pretty interesting. So, it, I mean, says, it says over 80 players of the team's 90-man limit have reported to OTAs. It doesn't say how many. Uh, but so this is... Uh, it says over 80? Yeah, it says over 80. So, less than 10 are missing. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, the Lions players released a statement to the NFLPA. They were not going to show up to voluntary workouts due to COVID-19 concerns. And so maybe that's a few of them that are, I don't know. I think that might've been from like way, way earlier, but right. I, that was from April. So that was a, that was a lot. It kind of did ago. like a whole, like, uh, what am I going to call it? Like a, what? Cleared house. Yeah. Now it's all new guys. So, I mean, like that's true. Maybe they're trying to get together early and get, some stuff going. Very true. Very true. Get a so head I think. Start. Yeah. So and this is like there's also they're taking OTAs a little bit differently. Campbell said there would be no full speed eleven on eleven. So it's a lot of drill work. I'm sure they do some seven on seven type like passing scrimmage type so things. Everybody get used to each other. Exactly. But there's like no full speed eleven on eleven means no like scrimmaging or nothing like that. Right. Nothing that's going to be super high intensity where you're going to have potentially guys getting hurt, um, things like that. And even though it is permitted, I will say it says phase three of the offseason that is permitted. They'll be doing walkthroughs and full speed seven on seven. So there it is. Okay. So they're, t- they're kind of changing the way they approach this type of thing. And if it works, it works. I guess we won't be able to see until, um, you know, until the season starts. But this year is nice for Dan Campbell. We actually have a preseason this year. I think we have, is three. it only two? It is, it is still three. I, I thought it used to be four, but I think it's three. Yeah, so they cut it. Yeah, so everybody gets like the fill of the game this year. Yeah. So they they're gonna have a preseason this year. They, I think that got cut out last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. So for Dan Campbell, that's great. He hasn't had the opportunity to have be in this head coaching role, right? So I think for him, that's just gonna be um, kind of just an experience thing, just kind of getting a couple of games under his belt, trying to figure out what personnel that he likes, because this Lions team is gonna have a bunch of new faces, like across the board, right? So I think that the preseason is going to help them out a lot. I think that'll be a really interesting uh, dynamic for them. Last piece on the Lions talk before we uh, move on to a little bit of NFC South and wrap up the pod. Uh, Todd Gurley. So Lions are still interested in signing running back Todd Gurley. Quote, he would be a good addition. Yeah. He's not a Detroit Lion, but um, basically he visited, I think it was last, it was Thursday, right? I think it was last, was it uh, last Thursday? It was last week sometime. Yeah, I think so. It was last Thursday. Um and that could be changing soon. He said that uh, Dan Campbell acknowledged the team remains interested in signing Gurley after the visit. And I just think this would be a really interesting pickup for us because DeAndre Swift has kind of been bred to be our guy this year. And obviously if Todd Gurley comes into the mix, that would be in jeopardy for sure, right? He's yeah. still a very talented back, even though he's kind of been out of he the radar for a little bit. Yeah. Very true. If you have a stable back, it's obviously way better. Um, so Gurley visited Allen Park last week. And, uh, you know, he said that this does not affect our feelings and thoughts about current, current running backs, DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. And he said, I think if we can sign him sooner than later, we'd like to. But look, we're not. It's not like we're going to set a deadline on it, if you will. We do have interest in the guy, but that's kind of where it is right now. Is this article from today? Uh, no, this is from a couple of days ago, but it's a Detroit Free Press. So. I did, I feel like we I did get an ESPN alert earlier. Did you? About, uh, Dan Campbell confirms Lions have been in talks with Todd Gurley. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, he's today again. Dan Campbell transparent about all this stuff. He just lets people know, and I think part of it is just like Dan Campbell is just a straight up dude. What he says, there's no hidden meanings. There's no second agenda that he's trying to run. Trap doors, none of he dude. He's just a straight up dude, and I don't think we have enough of those guys. Yeah. I really don't think so. Just say what's on your mind. And he'll back up. He obviously believes everything he says. Mm-hmm. So he'll back it up. He's not trying to, you know, coerce anybody and do anything. So I, I love this. Um, you know what that reminds me of? What? I don't know if you ever talked about this before, but when he, uh, when he got all those Ford workers to sign that hat. No. What was that? He had, like, a Lions hat. It was, like, right after he got hired, he went to, like, this, like, Ford, like, motor plant where they, like, make cars. Oh, God. And he Ford had, like, thing. a Lions hat, and he had all the workers, like, sign the hat. And he was, really? like, we're going to make this team good for you, basically. That's cool. And he's like, I'm going to put this I didn't know that. in my office. 
It reminds me of what I'm doing this for. That's for pretty you guys. cool. No, Basically I did not know that. Yeah, that. yeah, that's what he, he did. That. That's sweet. Now, as far as the the pickup of Gurley, those uh, how uh, Lions are number two in the NFL as far as dead cap space. So right now we are struggling as far as the salary cap goes. Now and Ari, for you, that's like money that is just sitting that we can't use. It's tied up in other players' contracts. It's tied up in other things, and we just can't use it. It's like forty million, I believe, or something crazy. We're number two in the NFL, which is not good. Um, But as we move forward, a lot of that is going to be freed up. So we'll have, and honestly, Todd Gurley is not probably going to be an insanely large contract. Probably not. I don't think so. I wouldn't say so. Right? The last couple of years for him have been off the grid. You know what I mean? Got injured a little bit. Exactly. He's been banged up, right? Um, But we saw a guy like J.J. Watt, who's in the later half of his career, who has been banged up but still produces, right? He got paid. He got paid pretty handsomely going to Arizona. Um, so I think, yeah, we'll still have to pay him. But between Gurley and Swift, my thing is that they're they're very similar in a lot of ways as far as their play style for me, right? I just feel yeah. like their play styles. If Swift they, might be a little better, like pass catcher kind of guy like that. Agreed. Out of the backfield. Agreed. But I think Cur- Gurley brings a lot of that too, though. He does. Especially in his prime. He brought a lot of that. He did. So not to say that he's touchdowns. washed or anything, right? But he's still, like, you know, like I said, later half of his career. Now, I just think... If you have two complementary backs that complement each other a little bit more, that system works a lot better for me, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? You have a downhill guy, then maybe you have your speed type of guy. Yep. I just think that dynamic works a lot better. I th- I'm trying to think of a good example of that. Um, you have Fournette and uh, Ronald Jones. There you go. That's not a bad one right there. Um, those guys complement each other pretty well. And I'm trying to think, uh, who was with – was Ingram was with the Saints before the yeah. Ravens, correct? So it would have been him and Kamara. Mm-hmm. Yep. They were there together. When Talk he, about even when he went to the Ravens, it was him and um, oh, very true. Guy at Ohio State, Gus Edwards, or no, that's that's LSU. Uh, what's his name? J.K. Dobbins. Yep. yep yeah, th- those are good complimentary backs. But no, I'm thinking Kamara. I'm thinking Kamara and Ingram. Mm-hmm. Two very different backs. Two very different play styles. Now I think if you have two guys like that who complement each other's mm-hmm. game a lot, I think the dynamic works a little bit easier. Not to say two running backs that have similar play styles can't succeed in the system. Um, we have a lot of squads that do that. I talk about like a Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor are right. really just super athletic, just type right. guys in Indianapolis. So I'm interested to see if we do get him. First of all, it'll put a lot of eyes in Detroit, for, and there's just a lot of more attention, which I'm I'm kind of here for. I think they might be a front runner for some hard knocks in the future. I just with Dan Campbell and the personalities coming out of Detroit now, I think people are starting to discover that this would be a pretty interesting. And if you're a hard knocks executive. Right, looking at the hard knocks type stuff, they could totally play the the losing atmosphere, all this stuff. There's a whole story and narrative you can build upon this, like coming out of this and trying to bring personality into the. I feel like there's a whole story that could be told about this organization. So, if we saw that, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying I'd love to see it happen. It makes sense, right? That's what that's yeah. for me. It makes a lot of sense. But um, we can finish off today by talking a little bit about the uh, NFC South. Now, Blaze, your reaction earlier. Macaroni. Yeah, can you explain that reaction earlier about the <sighs> NFC South? It's just like boring. It's boring. <laughs> it's boring. It kind of, I mean, you st- you have two of the best teams in the NFC though in the NFC South. Yeah, but like Saints and people Bucks. already know about them. And okay, got like the Falcons so, and the Panthers. So yeah, now we have the Falcons and the Panthers. But the Panthers have been really interesting for me because they've made a lot of moves. At least on paper, they make a lot of moves, but they just haven't really produced it's yet. Not like it's right? like the opposite of the NFC West. It's, it's true. Like NFC West is like, oh, well, who's going to come out on top? That's true. It's like the Bucks beat down everybody. And the I Saints, Bucks and Saints. But the Saints beat them up in the regular season. They did. So I don't know if you can say that. Right? Right. But maybe now Drew Brees is gone, so you don't know. Yeah, but, but they, Taysom uh, Hill. They kind of oh, forced Drew Brees into retirement with that one. Well, he was going to retire the year before. Remember yeah, that? And he yeah, said he was coming yeah, back, he did, yeah. which is ridiculous. But the Panthers, I just, I would love to see them have a great year. I would love to see the Panthers have a great year. I like, I like Matt Rule. So Ari, Matt Rule came out of Baylor. He was the head coach at Baylor. And that college to NFL transition for coaches usually never works out. So we're going to have Matt Rule. We're going to have Urban Meyer in Jacksonville in his first year. Matt Rule's in his second or third? Second. Second. I think this year will be his second. Um, and then who? any other college? I can't really think of any. Those are the two that come to mind. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, it would have been uh, – was Kingsbury? Cliff Kingsbury? Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was. He got hired. Yeah. So – that's what I got another decent example there, but he's kind of, he's struggling. He and he struggling. might be gone. 
he might be gone. He might be gone from Arizona because they they have enough talent this year that if they don't produce, I think he's going to be gone. But yeah. um, the Panthers are are a young squad that you know that reflect their head coach and that have a decent amount of potential, mm-hmm. but just haven't really put it all together. Um, so is so they are they have Sam Darnold correct? They do now. They yeah. do they do now. They finally they got through that. So Sam Darnold's on there and he has his revenge game against the Jets pretty early in the season, I believe. I don't know. I want to say. I believe you. But, well, thank you. <laughs> um, but, I so new system for Sam Darnold. Is that going to be a really good thing for him? Are you a Sam Darnold guy or no? I don't mind him. You don't mind him? I don't really. I'm not so, being into him. I don't hate him. Sam Darnold? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I don't really. I'm, not, like a I'm not a hater Because really the people, the general consensus is that he's a great, talented quarterback. The system with Adam Gase in New York was just not it for him. Terrible. So this year is like a prove anybody. it. It's a prove it year, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a prove it year for him. And if he comes out and has a great year, I think they could compete with the Saints for that second spot in the division. My opinion, like, is he came out, put it to the Lions in his first ever game. Yeah. Well, the first pass the was a pick. Was a pick or pick six? Pick six. Pick six. After that, yeah. though. After that, put it to him. You remember that reaction watching that game? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, we've arrived. Pick six, it's happening. Dude, was we that lost by 30. Glover Quinn? Yeah, I think so. I think it was. Someone who's not around anymore. Yeah, someone who's gone. So far, I feel like but everybody who moves on from the Lions, like, just they, succeeds. Do, they, they, oh, just, right? Feel like matched up That's what we need to break. Forward. That's what we need to break, man. That's what we need to break. But anyway, um, but it's ever since then, yeah. it's kind of like, hey, you know, you know, they were bad. Like, uh huh. He didn't do so hot. Sometimes. Doesn't have much help. Doesn't have much help. One what? game he had like said he was seeing ghosts or something. Who was that? No, that who was that? That wasn't uh, that, that wasn't, wasn't him. That wasn't I, don't, was, anyway, I don't think so. I'm not, I thought it was like Josh Allen. I'm not going to give him uh, like a set opinion yet because okay. I don't know what he can do. But I say if he's chance. got if he has his proving year this year, I think they compete with the Saints because like the Saints are a much more complete team, but they don't have that quarterback position figured out. And we know that a quarterback a two quarterback system does not work in the NFL typically, right? And right now, that's kind of what we're looking at with the Saints. We have Taysom Hill, and we have Jameis Winston, right? Right. So, oh, Jameis gonna. Uh, you think he pulls it out? I believe he's in a him. he's a very much more prototypical quarterback right. than a Taysom Hill. True. And I mean, for that reason, I think Taysom Hill, you know, he might end up starting, which is the crazy thing because his contract was huge, but all the years of his contract are voidable. I don't understand how you can set up something like that. But basically, look, if he stinks, they can just drop his ass. I'm not a big Winston guy, but he can sling it. Yeah, he can sling it. Where it goes, that's a name. <laughs> he's also had that like that experience too. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's had that experience. Well, he Taysom has, has almost no experience. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, James the dude couldn't even see before. No wonder <laughs> he was throwing thirty-two interceptions. You couldn't even see. Right. He yeah, he played, got like lazy. He hasn't really played since then. He so has I'm not. He's just been posting weird training videos about him <laughs> dodging some big medicine ball, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like wearing those, these those dad shorts that go down to his knees. I don't know who. Trains this guy, but, but anyway, if he doesn't need deserve to be paid that I much. think back to the Panthers. <laughs> yeah. If you think about their offense, it's pretty good. They have Donald yeah. McCaffrey. You got Curtis Samuel. You got uh, Robbie Anderson. Anderson's a stud. Uh, DJ Moore. The one who didn't know who Sir Purr was. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what do you call it? A bear? Who's that bear up there? Yeah. He's like, bro, that's Sir Purr. The mascot <laughs> was up there dancing around. <laughs> he didn't know who it was. Right. <laughs> how, you get, how you get, you know, on a team, you know, I don't know, bro. I thought that it's was like pretty funny. you got to know the mascot. Like, I right? didn't know our mascot for a minute. And I, I found out his name was Pouncy the Panther. Pouncy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Wildcat Willie, bro. Willie? That, yeah. That name is a little, uh, let's just charge for the, I went yeah. skating on Lake Superior with Wildcat Willie. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound too right, man. Like, <laughs> it was fun, dude. It sounds like something of a weird uncle. <laughs> nah, dude, I was I was filming. It was pretty sweet. I was working. <laughs> I don't know. It was good. But anyways, back to um, – we haven't even talked about the Falcons. We haven't even talked about the Falcons. Who wants to talk about Do we the need Falcons? to talk about the Falcons? No. Matt Ryan's they let, old. Yeah, they let, they let gone. Matt Ryan is old. They got uh, that one guy from the Panthers, actually, the running back, Mike Davis. They did get Mike Davis. You're right. Yeah. Gurley's huh. out. Mike Davis is in. Yeah, it does sound like Gurley's gone, but I just don't. Julio's out. The Falcons just don't do Julio anything for me. They do have. Uh, yeah, Julio's going to be gone. That's what kind of the conversation is. They do is. have um, Pitts now. Oh, now yeah, Pitts. that was their top pick. Number four pick. So that was, that's going to be there. I totally forgot about that. So that'll be their their guy, hopefully, because they need some type their of production on that offense. Horrible. Yeah, that's not good. Their offense has kept them in some, game, some games, but. Uh, more cop security type defense. <laughs> I don't think they really. They didn't really get better. They didn't really get worse. They no. They kind of just, like, 
Kyle Pitts has been very highly we'll rated, though, so it'll be we'll very interesting. Now, Bucks are the Bucks still your favorite to come out of the NFC? Yes. Even if Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay? Yes. Really? Thought Aaron Rodgers didn't, you have didn't to. Aaron Rodgers say he didn't want to go back there? No, he didn't. But I, I don't know if he has any room to get out. That's the thing is I don't they it's gonna cost the team too much to get rid of him. So they might just say, Suck it up, Aaron, you're playing here. I have a thing where you you can't bet against the champs. Until they lose, yeah. You gotta give them the benefit of the doubt. I think I'd have to agree with that. Yeah. Especially just coming out of the NFC. I'm not talking, you I'm know, talking Super like Bowl. Any sport. Really? Like the team who won the championship, you gotta give them the benefit of the doubt until That's they lose. That's a good lose. point. Until they now, lose it. Now, who are your your second, your second runner up? You're like, maybe your dark horse. Give me a dark NFC. horse coming out of the NFC. Yeah. All right, think about this too. Yeah, I'd like to know this one. You think we, if we think in the Washington football team is going to come up? Uh, okay, that was one that See, I was going to talk about. Yeah, I would say the same. I, I was going to say 49ers. I'm big on the 49ers. Not a lot of people are. I don't know what's got me. I just think they're bringing a lot of people back. Yeah, I know. They're getting out the... I think that she just... Come out there, yeah. Check, check her phone. Um, but um, the 49ers, <laughs> they bring back a ton of people off the injury reserve they from do. last year. Like a ton. I'm talking like all of their we talent. Th- are we talking like... Who's I second? Are we talking like Dark Horse? I'm talking Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Okay. Yeah. Because what... You know, maybe not. 49ers aren't really a Dark Horse. Like, what do you mean? They're ranked last in the NFC West. Yeah, but they just won the that's Super Bowl. They were in that's the Super Bowl a dark, before that. For me, that's a dark horse. If you're ranked last in your division, you might have some success. But their whole team was hurt. Okay, but I'm still saying. All right, all right. Even with all the guys right, coming back, they're still ranked last. Okay, so we got because you have like Rams, Seahawks, and Washington football Arizona. team. Yeah. Vikings. Really? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Vikings. Okay. Now, the, I will say that NFC North is pretty open if Aaron Rodgers does not return. Yeah. I, d- I, w- I don't want to say Bears. No. I don't. I don't think you could. I don't want to say Lions either. I don't think the Bears have. I Justin Fields is not going to be a Super Bowl caliber quarterback this year. Not this I'm year. Not I don't care. It. I feel like when I when he when he got that draft call, he didn't even really want to go. I don't know if he's a really he's big like, animated die. guy to begin with, but I'm with you. He didn't look very he happy. Look they very go happy. to Chicago. Like, I feel like if I'm getting drafted, like. I'm gonna be serious about it. I'm gonna hug the fam real fast. But so, I'm talking, you got <laughs> a little show, a little excitement, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I just got drafted. Like, yeah, I just got drafted. I'm getting big first round. Playing a sport I love. Guaranteed money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. just, yeah, it was interesting. I would say lions, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna be a homie. Like no, that. yeah, I'm not gonna be. I'm not drinking that much Kool Aid. <laughs> right. you know I, mean? so, I, I think that's a good. That's a good list though. Vikings, Washington, and Forty Nine. As bad as they were. So Me I'm, too. But there's a lot of competitive games. Yeah. Remember when they played the Bucks? That game was incredible. Not really, but that game was. Incredible. I, I do remember the final score. Oh, there you go. But um, I mean, that's all. That's all for me. But yeah. I, I just think that I wanted to love themselves. that. So, and then I'll finish on this projected Lions record oh this God. year. Wow, zero and whatever. <laughs> Come yeah, on, I might have to pull it up so I can look at. I'm going to say I'm going to pull it up right now. Hold on, I'm pulling we it up have right to, now. We won five games last year. We did win five games with, with a crappy coach. Yeah. And the worst defense in our entire franchise history. All right, here we go. Opening up, 49ers traveling to Detroit. We're going to go game by game? Yeah, we're going game by game. Okay, okay. game one. Here we go. 49ers. 49ers in Detroit. Loss. Loss? Big loss. I think I'd have to agree with that one. Close loss. I did, I did just jump on the 49ers train there a little bit, so I can't just it's gonna go be like 180. A, so. It's going to be like, wow. The Lions gave them I'll a say game. Like Are the Lions, have the Lions a Lions run? at Packers. If Lions, dude, Lions in Lambeau. With or without Ro- Rodgers? That's the thing. Was, you know, we don't know. Okay, I I'm going to make the position. With Rodgers, I'd say I'd say it'd be a really good game. But I say we're winning in Lambeau. Lions win. I'd say we're winning in Lambeau, Lions dude. The last win. time I, I went to Lambeau, Lions were playing there. We beat them. Now, Aaron Rodgers was out for like half the game. But um, still, that was a win. I'll say, yeah, i give it a win, too. Yeah. Week 3-3, three, three, yeah. Ravens at Lions. That's going to probably be a no. That's, that's a loss. That's a that's, That's a, a definite loss. Then we go. I hate to say it. Lamar's definitely going to run all over. Then we go to Chicago. I say that's Lions a very win. winnable yeah, game. Lions win. I'm taking that. It's a rookie quarterback. Exactly. I say we beat up on a rookie quarterback. Rookie I feel or like Andy Dalton. Minute. Either way. That's true. That's it could Lions be Andy. Win. Still, we don't know. It might be Andy. Oh, it sounds like it's a big of a. That might much of a difference. I'm locked on that one. I'd say that's a, that's going. I feel like it'd be a really good game. Yeah, Lions at Vikings. I would assume we take Vikings. Take Vikings. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want to take Vikings, but I, I'll take Vikings. Yeah. So we're what do we got? Two. And they've two. had our they've had our number the last couple of years for some reason. They have. Yeah. I'm not yeah, sure. I'm the Vikings, Dalvin yeah. Cook goes the for like 200 every time. We Dalvin play. Cook carved us last time we played. <laughs> hey, that was one of the touchdowns when we had ten guys on defense. the field on the field. Most <sighs> yards allowed ever 
for was the Lions it? in a season. So one of the touchdowns, there's only 10 players on the field for the Lions. Mm-hmm. It was bad, dude. It was really bad. Um, so then we go Bengals at Lions. It should be a win. That, win. That's going to be a win. I'm um, win. Then we have the game of the year, Ooh. October 24th, Lions in L.A. against the Rams. And I don't think you can pick the Lions. We're sm- I can't pick the Lions. We're not smoking them. Not with a. No, we're getting smoked. Yeah. Matt Stafford is going to smoke us. Yeah, not and big, I, don't, I just think Donald the Rams, dude, our, our, that defense is going to give us so yeah, many issues. Not with Big Donald down there. Um, but Imagine Jerry Goff on the other then side. Then we have Eagles at Lions. <laughs> I'll take us over the Eagles any day. Yeah. I yeah. think so. I don't think Jaylen the Eagles Hurts. are talented enough. Jalen Hurts is a solid quarterback. I just don't, I don't believe in their team enough. You know? Right, Lions so at Steelers. We're 3-3. Three and three. I'm giving it to the Steelers. We lose. We're 3-4. and four. I think it's a good game, though. I don't think the Steelers are going to have near the year they had last year. No, but we're going to lose. I mean, okay. yeah, Juju their defense is, in, in Pittsburgh. Their in defense Pittsburgh, is still good. With full stadiums, supposedly. So we have to wow, account for that. that. Um, I mean, fans do make a big difference. Lions at Browns. <laughs> that's a loss. That's I think we loss. can agree. Yep. Yeah. Um, Bears at Lions. I, the it's problem is, I just don't think we can sweep the Bears. I don't think we beat them twice in a year. I don't think I we can g- sweep I'll them, but I say it'd be a really. I say I figured that'd be another really close game, but I feel like we'll come out on top of that one. If yeah. we're going yeah. to split we're with them, we're gonna, we have to win at home. I don't know. Yeah, I just you feel like. give them the away game. Defense travels, and that's what the Bears are. Defense travels. And that's what the Bears are. Okay. I think that's a loss for the Lions. I don't win. know. I just don't think they're going to. And then Vikings, for some reason. And that, that is at home, so maybe we split with the Vikings, too. I could, that could be one of those years. I'll give us another win. But I think, I, I think I'm think i just going to take the loss there. I think I just don't. With our squad right now, it, it's really hard to tell. We just have so many I'm, new I'm pieces. I'm on the optimist side right you now. You are. And I, usually I am, too. Uh, Lions at Broncos. I'll take that one. Yeah, I'll take that one. Even though mm. we're a little bit oxygen deprived yeah. in Mile High Stadium, <laughs> yeah. I'll still take it. Um, and then we have Cardinals at Lions. I think that'll be really interesting. Last time we played, didn't we tie? No, we won. Oh, that might have been two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. And then we won the second time. Yeah, there I'm you go. Giving it to the Cardinals on that one. Yeah, yeah, I'm giving it to the Cardinals. They're gonna be good one. this yeah. year, but the coaching has been the the big question mark for one. them. I mean, great teams uh, led by players. Lions, true. Lions at Falcons. I'll take that. I'll take that. Lions at Seahawks. We Seahawks. Lost. We lost that one. Yeah, <laughs> and then you finish with Packers at Lions. So that oh, could that be whole schedule? that could be an interesting one. Yeah. So ones that stand out to me, obviously the Rams, that'll be a fun one to watch. I I'm just excited for this season opener though. I wow. For me, Look at that. Stand out ones for me definitely the Rams. We played the Steelers in the preseason and the regular and the regular season. season. You know, I don't think we usually have that type Is of that stuff. Allowed? Do we? I don't know. I don't think you usually have that. But Those Steelers Colts though, we're we'll we'll be ready. Yeah, we're gonna have some good competition in the preseason. But um, I think that's all we've got for today. I know it's been kind of this episode's been all over the place. Didn't have notes set up like I usually do, but uh, it was good. It was a good time just talking a little bit, of, talking a little bit of football. Ari, we got through. Thank it. you for coming through. It. Yeah, we don't need it. notes. We, we got knowledge. <laughs> we do have knowledge, bro. <laughs> we have our opinions. We've been drinking the Kool Aid about the Lions, but uh, yeah, we have. if for some reason you still have made it all the way this far in the episode, thank you. And uh, tell somebody about the podcast. Appreciate it. Let me know what guests you'd like to have on. Have a, like to have us on in the future. Excuse me. And uh, brain fart. Yeah, I have had a few of those, dude. (laughs) It's one of those nights, man. It's one of those nights. But thank you so much, and uh, have a great weekend.